Good morning, everyone, and welcome to day four. Thank you for joining me on this journey of waiting on God, having a, sp- having a mid-year retreat before the Lord to launch a greater version or a higher personality or a higher version of ourselves and our vision for 2020. For the last three days, I've been talking on a series of having power with God. Don't forget our focus for these two weeks is I have power. And I've divided it into I have power with God, I have power with men, and I have power above devils. So today being day four, I'll be starting a new series on I have power with men. I'm so overjoyed um, by the numbers of number of persons that have been listening to this podcast and um, few that has gotten back to me, okay, with their with with the with the kind of transformation that is happening in their lives, okay, by standing on this journey with me, listening to this podcast and doing everything shared in this podcast. Thank you very much. God bless you. Hallelujah. Thanks to God who has made this possible for us. So today I'm starting a new series. I like to repeat that again on I have power with men. Genesis 32 verse 28. Don't forget our scripture. We saw the man Jacob, now Israel, who had an encounter with God during his night of prayer before the Lord. And it led him into a kind of warfare that brought him into an experience that into an experience that says that he now has power with God and with men. All right. What does it mean to have power with men? It means that to be enabled to do something in a better way amongst other men. It means that to be enabled to do something better um, um, amongst other men and also receive favor from the men around you where you do that thing. What another person would do and um, would not be able to go away with. Because you have power with men, you would be able to go away with it and be favored also. Looking at the life of the man Jacob briefly, he was a man who rose up in bravery to face his brother Esau. The brother who had determined evil against him, met him again and hugged him, kissed him, and melted before him. The brother who suddenly changed his mind to favor him and his entire household. He actually ran away from his father's house because of the evil his brother determined against him. Genesis 27 verse 41, we saw the mother intentions of Esau against Jacob, his brother. Bible says that Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing from Isaac. He thought to himself, my father will soon die and I will be sad for him. Then I will kill Jacob. Look at that intention. He hated him because of the blessing from Isaac one. And he thought to kill him. Look at those two intentions. Because he hated him because of his blessings that he received from their father and he thought to kill him. There was an action and there was a thought in there. But when he met Jacob again, because after Jacob had had an encounter with God in in a place of warfare about his issues with God. He was like, God, I can't go on like this. This has to stop. It, it, it did it in a secret place. It was just between him and God. He had a retreat over the night with God. Amen. He had a time alone with God. And God 
encountered him there after he and he had power with God and also with men aside the fact that God forgave him and God gave him a new name by the time he saw his brother Jake Esau Esau could no longer fight him for the blessing Esau could no longer kill him Esau rather hugged him kissed him and melted before him in that he cried and even wanted to bless him all right as a believer in Christ Jesus I'll be sharing two things with you this morning number one as a believer in Christ Jesus you have spiritual blessings from your father I'll take that again as a believer in Christ Jesus you have blessings spiritual blessings from your father Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 says praise be to the God and the father of our Lord Jesus Christ in Christ God has given us every spiritual blessing in the heavenly world that is in Christ he shows us before the world so that we will be his holy people a people without blame before him so we have spiritual blessings before our father just as Isaac had blessing from his father Isaac as a believer you also have spiritual blessings you have hand blessing from your father through jesus christ and the unbelieving words those who has darkness agenda in their mind hates you because of that blessing you really don't know why and why the the word looks hard or hates you they want to attack you every opportunity they have. They say, are you not a Christian? They want to say, is it because you're a Christian? You want to thrust your religion on us? The world is just looking anti. Yes. To the ways of the to the ways of Christ, the ways of tending the blessing in you. Don't be discouraged. Have power with men. When you have power with God and with men, the same word that was anti will hug will run towards you they will met before you they will cry before you and say show us your God then you begin to fulfill the prophecy in the end part of the end time prophecy especially the one in Isaiah chapter 2 verse 2 that says that the mountain of the Lord shall be exalted above all other mountains and all nations shall flow into it they will come to meet you and say take us to your God we want to learn his ways. We want to we, we want to know his truth. Yes, because you now when you now have power with God and with men, the word that was anti will melt before you and I. They will all nations, it's the end time prophecy, will come to you and say, lead us to Christ. Show us the way of Christ. Let us go to the mountain of the Lord. We want God to teach us his ways. We want to obey his teachings. Amen. So the darkness agenda is to steal from you, to to destroy the blessing you carry or even kill you. You have to understand that you, by your power with God and with men, they would not be able to get her to you. So that is why your secret place is very important. Your daily retreat structure is very important. God as God didn't take us to himself after we got saved because there is he wants us to superimpose his kingdom in different places of transactions via the blessings he has put in us. We have the wonderful grace of Jesus to exercise this power with men by the blessings he has put in us amongst men. So you don't need to be afraid to speak with any man in any place of transactions, whether it's in a marketplace, whether it's in a mission field and you need to speak with the king of the land, or whether it's in ministry and you need to speak with persons. You don't need to be afraid to speak with them because you have all blessings in Christ Jesus and you have power with men that you will do things extraordinary you will say things and the wonderful grace of God will back it up and men will bow before you they will melt before you they will kiss and hug you it will look because what you are giving is 
will be valuable to them. So you will only need to be consistent in your secret place, in your place of retreat with God daily. Don't forget I shared about having one hour daily at the least. When you stay there, you will also have power with men. You will not be afraid to exercise righteousness in the high places of the head. You will not be afraid to exercise um, righteousness or speak the truth in any places of transaction. You will be willing to honor God. You will have the courage. You will have the confidence because there is a power at work in you through Christ Jesus. And you will be able to stand amongst men. Number two that I want to share with you in this today's podcast as a believer is that you now have life. Don't forget Esau hated his brother because of the blessing and we have seen it in the context of who you are as a believer and what you carry. Also, how you should respond. Uh, don't Jacob also taught to kill his brother. Okay, as a believer... You now have life and the world or the prince of this world thinks every day to kill that life. You must not allow anything shut you out of that life or hinder you from showing that life to the world. The world is spiritually dead. You are the one to bring out the life of Christ in you to lighten, to give life to the world and lighten the world because the world lieth in darkness. And in that life you now have is light. In the life we now have as a believer is light. The world is in darkness. The world is spiritually dead. The life you now have is meant to bring life to the world that is spiritually dead to come alive to Christ. And the light in your life is what is meant to lighten the darkness. Don't ever let anyone intimidate you out of what you now have in Christ Jesus. Remember a story. Let me share a story with you this morning. I had the boyfriend at some point or someone who wanted to marry me at some point. And every time or certain times, most times actually, when we have a conversation, he usually says something. He said, Bukola, you have life. Bukola, you have life. Say, ah, I wish I have life. And, you know, in my sincere truth, I, I, I didn't understand the depth of that thing until I started seeing a red signal about the relationship and I decided to build a consistent time of seeking the Lord about it. And as I was doing that, God began to reveal certain truths to me. Remember yesterday, that's day three podcast, I shared with you about four levels of blindness or darkness that exists in our world today. And number four was the one of a carnal believer who is limited to, in, to spiritual truth because of sinfulness or immaturity. Okay, so this was the case of this, my friend. I realized that the reason he kept saying I have life, even though he was a, he is a Christian, was that he realized that is limited in spiritual truth to compare to what he sees me exemplify. Okay, so I was one, and do you know what? He got born again before me. You are not, you are not illuminated into spiritual truth by the number of years you got born again. You get illuminated into spiritual truth by the number of hours an investment you make in your time of daily retreat with God in the sacred place. Spiritual blindness and darkness exist in our world today, almost everywhere. People are limited to heat because of certain immorality in their life or unconfessed sin 
that they have not acknowledged Jesus as their savior and to and seek deliverance from it and they they keep hiding it so my admonition for you this morning is that don't let the darkness in this world snuff out the life you now have in Christ Jesus out of you if you find out that there has been certain um, sinfulness or immaturity in the faith in your life take responsibility now to ask Jesus to be to confess Jesus as your Lord and your Savior and be accountable the reason why some people never got out of their sin or cycle of their immaturity is because they are afraid to be accountable they are afraid to tell someone this is what I'm struggling with and I want you to hold my hands and walk me into freedom I don't want to do it alone because if I I discover that when I when I confess the Lord alone in the closet I keep falling back to sin somebody needs to hold your hands and walk you through the process you need to be accountable be accountable to be accountable it's more like you are bringing discipline and judgment on yourself only a matured mind can do that an immature mind is afraid and doesn't want to do it all right so don't allow anything to snuff out the life you now have in Christ Jesus be willing to show the world you now have a new life Ephesians chapter 2 I read from verse 1 to 6 he said in the past you were spiritually dead because of your sins and the things you did against God yes in the past you lived the way the world lives following the ruler of the evil powers that are above the earth that same spirit is now working in those who refuse to obey God in the past all of us lived like them trying to please our sinful selves and doing all the things our bodies and minds wanted we should have suffered God's anger because we were sinful by nature we were the same as all other people verse 4 but God's mercy is great and he loved us very much though we were spiritually dead because of the things we did against God he gave us new life with Christ new life You have been saved by God's grace and he raised us up with Christ Jesus and gave us a seat with him in the heavens. He did this for those in Christ Jesus. Once you come to Christ Jesus and you allow somebody walk you through it because it helps you to hold yourself up in high standard and obey the teachings of Christ. You have new life. You have been raised up with Christ and you've been given a seat with Christ in the heavens above where sinful nature operates above where devil and all his agents operate and don't allow anything to corrupt the life you now have Esau tried to kill the life in Jacob but after Jacob had encounter with God in the secret place and he how so hard power with men he could not kill the life in jacob he rather gave jacob space okay to live the life god has called him to live god has blessed him to live jacob prospered he raised 12 12 princes 12 nations and out of jacob all the nations out of jacob now israel all the nations of the earth are blessed don't let the world corrupt the gold you have in you don't exchange your gold for dross don't take darkness for light don't take death for life don't compromise oh i couldn't continue that relationship because i couldn't compromise One day my friend came up after after God helped him out of that life of carnality of course we were we were able I was able to by God's wonderful grace 
walking through it and after he came out of it and he and um, he, he became matured he said to me one day he said i appreciate what god had used you for but i realized that my calling is not um i i don't he didn't say my calling is that i don't think i can handle having you before people doing ministry speaking to me he said i can't handle it it's not it's not my vision he said and i don't want to stop you and that's the most sincere statement a man will make to me in this life and i valued it he said i don't want to stop you because i've checked it i would likely stop you he said so because i don't want to stop you i will allow you to fly and but i don't think i can handle this 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 grace this, and you know that was that, that was that was the blessing i needed to hear and for the relationship to go separately because even before the time i had seen that but i needed him to come into maturity to understand that this is what god wants for him and he wants to go into him and you know we are still best of friends so don't allow anybody to sniff out the life in you god had given you life in christ jesus live it to the fullest and you must exemplify the new life you have in christ jesus in every places upon the earth you must exemplify the new life you have in christ jesus in every places of transaction and watch god favor you amongst men don't let anybody talk you out of your life i, re- I just remembered what a sister shared with me somebody told her that you keep praying you keep fasting you keep doing same thing same way and you don't have a different result why not sing and enjoy life he said until she shared it with somebody that is like an accountability partner or a pastor and a pastor said something that is of great light and interest to me that i'm about to share with you a pastor told her that yes as a believer we read our bible every day we pray every day we speak in tongues every day but we don't get same things we get different results because the word of the holy ghost the illumination we get from the holy ghost from his words are new every morning they are new every morning we get new revelations daily it's not the same thing don't be deceived and that is why we are changed as we get light from god's word we are transformed from one level of glory to another even by the spirit of the lord second corinthians 3 18 lamentations chapter 3 21 says his mercies are new every morning they are new every morning don't let the word deceive you by their standard that you should stop having a daily retreat structure with god you should stop having a daily retreat time with god that you should stop being consistent with god don't let them sniff out the life you now have in christ jesus god has placed you i don't let the don't don't drag yourself down exemplify the life you now have in christ jesus and watch god favor you amongst men. we have power with men friends i now have confidence that you will now begin to exercise the power you have with men in all places on the earth you will no longer be afraid i banish the spirit of fear out of your life this morning in the name of jesus i declare that the spirit of grace the spirit of power the spirit of might yes the spirit of sound mind the spirit of love the spirit of the lord in all these expressions are walking you this morning in the name of jesus i pray for you that you have courage to stay committed in christ jesus in the name of jesus i pray for you you have grace to fulfill destiny and to do the will of god upon the earth in the name of jesus i pray for you that you are not cut short and you are not limited in any way in the name of jesus i pray for you that the power of christ begin to work itself out of your life in the name of jesus thank you jesus in jesus name we pray amen
morning and welcome to day five of the 14 days mid-year retreat yesterday i began another series on i have power with men and today it's another segment of the second series of this podcast let me take again our test for this retreat titled i have power which is from genesis 32 verse 28 that showed us how david sorry jacob wrestled with god and it was said concerning him that he has power with god and with men he has power with God and with me and he shall no longer become be called Jacob but he shall be called Israel now on I have power with men I quickly want to read um, Genesis 27 verse 41 I've been looking at what it means to have power with men from Genesis 27:31 since yesterday after that Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing from Isaac he thought to himself my father will soon die and I will be sad for him then I will kill Jacob it was the beginning of Jacob's problem his brother had determined to kill him it brought his brother hated him and he ran from his brother because his brother wanted to kill him and his brother hated him despite the fact that he is the covenant child whom the blessing of Abraham supposed to continue with but after he sought God in a retreat time with the Lord and he wrestled with God like God I'm not going tonight you must help my case you know God gave him power with him and gave him power with men and I said yesterday that what it means to have power with men is to be enabled to do something better amongst other men and also receive favor from men once you're sighted So to have power with men means to be favored amongst men. To be favored among men. Men will just give space to you. No matter um, what you've done to them, no matter the evil intention they had against you beforehand, they will just allow you because God has given you power with them. God has given you an edge above them. God has given you something extraordinary to do that they cannot do. They could, they won't just be able to hurt you. They won't just be able to do their evil intentions as they had wanted to achieve it because God had prevailed over man. Hallelujah. Just as God also prevailed over Laban for Jacob. He said, see that you do not do that man any hurt. And that's what it means to have power with men. People could have power to hurt you. You could have hurt them and they have every evidences to do that. But God, when God gives you power with men, they will have no choice to favor you. So I'll quickly share two things with you again today on why people hate. When you know why people hate, you would be able to know what to do so that you are not a victim of hate or a seller of hate to another. You are either a victim of hate or you are the one victimizing people with hate. And the reason why people hate from Genesis 27 verse 41 is because of the blessing that a man carries. Yet don't forget Genesis 27:41 says after that Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing from Isaac. People hate because they feel um, they are better than you or they feel you are better than them. 
However, as a believer, you are not permitted to hate. You are not allowed to hate. Your heavenly Father's blessing is upon you. You have been blessed with all spiritual blessing and you have received life. A new life. You now have life in Christ Jesus. You are not permitted to eat. But people eat because they are seeing you differently from themselves. Esau knew that he had lost it to Jacob and that was why he hated him. Thank God, God gave Jacob victory to have power with men so Esau could have no choice but to call down before him, hugged him and kissed him and allow him live the life God has given him. So people will hate you, especially when they see you different from them. And because you have the blessing, you must be sensitive that this is the reason why people hate you and know how to respond to them. You are not meant to respond to people who hate you with hatred. Mm. You are meant to respond to people who hate you with love. When people hit you, you are meant to smile with them, back at them, because love truly breaks. Love truly melts people down. Love truly meets people at their point of their need. No hatred has never met any man. And why must you love when people hate you? Because you have power with me. God's word says, love your neighbor as yourself. God does not expect us to hate. Do you know reason? I'll show you soon why God does not expect us to hate. But quickly, let me read Mark chapter 12, 29 to 31. Mark chapter 12, 29 to 31. Jesus answered, the most important command is this. Listen, people of God. The Lord our God is the, is the only Lord. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. Take note verse 31. The second command is this. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. There are no commands more important than this. Mm. Love your neighbor as yourself. Even when your neighbor hates you. Because you love yourself, you have to love your neighbor. Because... The command to love our neighbor than us ourselves, not more than ourselves, is more important than the offering and the sacrifices we even give to God. Let me read the Matthew version of this same scripture. You will see it clearly there. Matthew 22. I like to take it from 36. Teacher, which command in the law is the most important? Jesus answered, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. 38. This is the first and the most important commandment. Command. And the second command is like the first. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. All the law and the writings of the prophet depends on this command. Wow. So love is the fulfillment of the law. If all the law and all the prophet defense on this, I cannot fulfill the law and walk in grace if I have not loved my neighbor as myself. That my neighbor hurt me is not the reason for me to hurt back. That is their nature. That's why they beat you. Show us your own nature, which is love nature, because our God is love and our nature is meant to be God's nature, the God who had saved us, not our carnal nature. Show them love. Romans chapter 13 verse 9 to 10 says, Love is the fulfillment of the law. Love is the fulfillment of the law. Love is obeying the law. If a man cannot show love but hatred, such a man is not fulfilling the law. If a man can prophesy and have great faith to move mountains and that man cannot love, such a man has nothing. You must not be guilty of denying your world the love of Christ that has been revealed to you. 
You must love your neighbor as yourself. Love never hurts a neighbor. Love is fulfilling the law. Don't deny the word of love. There's so much hatred in the world because the world does not know Christ. But for you as a believer who knows Christ, you must show love and give love to God. Even our faith as believers works by love. Our faith works by love. So your faith in God cannot do so much for you if there is no love in your heart. You must forgive the other fellow who hurts you and display love back so that you can obtain favor with God and with men. You must not allow unforgiveness, bitterness, or hatred to hinder you from getting your heavenly father's blessing appointed for you to bring you into receiving favor with men in all places. I'll take that again. You must not allow unforgiveness, bitterness, or hatred hinder you from getting your heavenly father's blessing appointed for you. I mean, your name is written on it. You must not allow these things to hinder you from getting the blessings God has appointed for you. That God has appointed for you that is meant to bring you to receiving favor with men in all places. The reason why it seems that some people can't have power with men and obtain favor in high places is because God, they have not allowed God to prune them through this process. There is unforgiveness in their hearts. You can imagine if God had not pruned Joseph of unforgiveness. <laughs> Would he have saved his brothers alive when they came to Egypt? He would have said, cut off, cut off their hair. And if he had cut off their head, he would have terminated God's agenda to raise a nation out of the 12 tribes of Israel, formerly Jacob. And God would have said, what kind of, this is immaturity. That's why God will never enthrone an immature believer in this place of destiny. That is why it seems that you keep repeating classes. That is why that it seems that favor keeps eluding you. You must learn this truth, that to have power with men, you must love. You must not allow unforgiveness, bitterness, or hatred of any kind in your heart so that the appointed heavenly, your, 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 the heaven, your heavenly father's blessing appointed for you can come to you, can come to life in you, and it can bring you favor with men. Until God saw that there was no wickedness, no, no, no wickedness against his siblings in, in Joseph. Even God tested him with um, the butler who forgot him. That when they brought him out, he didn't say, Ah, thank God I've been remembered today. They forgot me. It just went straight to the point. The answer is not immediate, God. That God saw that he has been weaned of that process. So when he was enthroned and he met his brothers, he said, God sent me ahead of you as a savior. You must be able to see things the way God see it, not the way the world presented it to you. You must love you must love. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 14, I like to read that. He said, live in peace with all people. Try to live in peace with all people. It doesn't matter who they are. And try to live free from sin. Anyone whose life is not holy will never see the Lord. Why? Because unforgiveness defiles. <laughs> it's unholy. It's unholy. Unforgiveness defiles. Let me read Good News Translation. Try to be at peace with everyone and try to live a holy life because no one will serve the Lord without it. Guard against turning back from the grace of God. Let no one become like a bitter plant that grows up and causes many troubles with its poison. Don't get embittered with people and defile others. Or, and show others a different side of God that people that a, a different side that is not of God because bitterness is not of God it's of the devil don't cause trouble with the poison of bitterness with the poison of unforgiveness with the poison of hatred 
Don't be a bitter plant that grows up and causes trouble with its poison. Don't turn back from the grace of God to enable you to love, 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 love. Let no one become immoral or unspiritual like Esau, who for a single meal saw it is right as his older son. Verse 17, afterward, you know, he wanted to receive his father's blessing, but he was turned back because he could not find any way to change what he had done, even though in tears he looked for it. There is an appointed father's blessing for you as you stay with him in this 14 days media retreat. Don't let bitterness, unforgiveness, or hatred make you turn back from the grace of God to love. And don't let it defile you so that it causes trouble for others. Don't become immoral. Don't become unspiritual. Keep your daily retreat schedule so that we don't sell our rights. The Father's blessing appointed for us. We don't hang it so that we don't hang it. Waiting for us, God waiting for us to be weaned so that we don't sell it off. Don't force God's hand to look for hirelings because you're not available as a son. Be available for God's pruning and be relevant in God's agenda. Then favor with men will come. You will see yourself having power with men in different places. Amen. Number two thing I like to share with you today is that we have I like to share with you today on why people hate is culture and language differences. We have allowed culture and language differences to cause disparity between us as believers. This should not be so. This is not God's intention for us. God didn't make us of different tribes so that our culture and our languages can create disparity and be amidst us as believers. It can exist in the world, but we are meant to show the world how to live by how we relate despite culture differences, despite age differences, despite language differences as believers. Galatians chapter 3, 28 to 29, it says that in Christ, there is no difference between Jew and Greek, slave and free person, male and female. You are all the same in Christ Jesus. You belong to Christ. So you are Abraham's descendants. You would inherit all of God's blessings because of the promise God made to Abraham. If we are going to inherit all of God's blessing, we must allow God's intention for all of us who are Christ since we belong to Christ. And what is God's intention is that we are of different tribes from one father speaking same language. No difference whether you are a male or a female. No difference whether he is slave and you are a free person. No difference whether he is a Jew or you are a Greek. Don't let the language barrier. She's Awusa, I am Hebrew. She is Yoruba to separate us. The intention of God is that though we speak different language of different tribes, we should speak our father's language, one language. And our father's language is Christ's. The way God is communicating to us in the latter days, Hebrews chapter 1 verse 1, is by revealing Christ to us. If we speak Christ, we will unite. In the, whether be it in the marketplace or in the mission field or while doing the work of ministry. Our language has to be the same. We have to speak only Christ. Our language communicates the art of God also when we speak in tongues. Tongues is a spiritual language that God gives to us by his Holy Spirit to also unite us as believers when we want to pray together. I don't have to struggle to speak Hausa because I want to communicate to my Hausa brother. When we hold hands and we begin to speak in tongues, the Holy Ghost begins to pray to us to communicate the heart of God to us. And because we all understand Christ, wherever we are, and we now reveal, we will be revealing Christ, whether I am an Awusa or you are Igbo, in our different places of influence. But when we reveal ourselves, they said, is that not a Christian? Are you not a Christian? Why are you behaving differently? Because we are showing ourselves. Let's stop showing ourselves. Let's start showing Christ. 
Our God is the God of every tribe, people, language, nation. God truly wishes to communicate his son Jesus into each language, every language, each nation and region, every people group all over the world. And God needs, is going to do that through man who are open to him to communicate Christ to them and to show forth Christ in all places. Don't just be a believer that prays like a grocery, like, like, like storing a, a, a list of items in the, you know, in, for grocery for the house. No. Be a believer that understands that prayer is, is, is communicating to seek God's will and living out God's will. When you see prayer that way, then God will communicate his son Jesus to you in your level. And even despite our culture and everywhere we go, we reveal Jesus. The reason why we speak in tongues is because God wants to seek. God is, God is seeking and intends to save the lost from every tribe, people, language, and nation. Tongues is a revelation of God's heart for all the nation. So I want you to always remember this whenever you pray. No, remember that is communicating to God, knowing his will and living out his will. And what God is going to reveal to you is his son, Jesus. You have no other life. You're living for the life of Christ. For the life we have has been crucified with Christ. The life I now live is no longer my, but Christ. And the reason why we speak in tongues for those of us that are the tongue speaking believers for ours is because God wants to seek and save the lost from every tribe, people, language, and nation. So when you speak in tongues, let it remind you, let it, and also let it lead your heart to reveal Jesus to everyone. Don't be a tongue-speaking Christian, but a gen, but 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 a but a but a generation that cannot reveal Christ. We say we have encountered to men. We are meant to reveal Jesus to everyone of different language, different people that we come across daily in different places. We must not let difference in culture, language, or tribe hinder us from revealing Jesus to them. And that is why when you pray in tongues, you must have time to pray for the salvation of souls. You must have time to pray for salvation of others. You must have time to pray for salvation of nations. Because that's the intention of God for baptizing believers with an evidence of speaking in tongues. To lead our heart to reveal Jesus to everyone of different culture, language or tribe. That's why when we pray in tongues, we get revelation of God's heart. Pray in tongues over the nation of the nations in Asia and get the revelations of God's heart for Asian country. Pray in tongues for the for praying tongues for for destinies and get the revelation of God about that destiny. And it's not about going to say it everywhere. It's about knowing what God wants you to do and doing it. Let your heart pant after the heart of God in fulfilling the great commission. Let the gospel be extended to another through you. And wait to see God's favor upon your life, giving you an indomitable power with men. We are God's children, and God expects our heart to pant about what his heart pants for. I'll show you a last scripture before ending this podcast today. He said, you, John chapter 15, verse 16 to 17. You did not choose me, I chose you. That's Jesus saying, speaking. I gave you this work to go and produce fruit. Fruit that will last. That's the fruit of, the, of, bring, of, the, of saving the lost. Then the Father will give you anything, underline the word, you ask for in my name. This is my command, love each other. We will have an indomitable power with me. Because we, our lives 
is not hindering people from coming to Christ, but we keep loving each other. We keep expatiating the love of Christ, revealing Christ, communicating Christ to people of different culture, and what? Saving the lost. And when we do this, whatever we ask, anything we ask, the Father in Jesus' name, he will give us. That's favor with men. Even Even when you ask to speak with the president, and it's paramount to his purpose, he will give you. And that's how great our God is. I pray for you this morning that you are overtaken by the spirit of love. In the name of Jesus, you're overtaken by the spirit of power and the spirit of sound mind to do God's will in the name of Jesus. I pray that you find the grace of God to let go of unforgiveness, to let go of bitterness or hatred that can hinder you from obtaining the your heavenly Father's blessing appointed for you that will able that will bring you into the realm of favor with me. In the name of Jesus, you find the grace of God to let it, to let them go, to forgive your offender. In the name of Jesus not to respond to the person that beats you um, angrily and hurts you deeply, but to, re- but to respond back in love. In the name of Jesus, I pray you understand God's intention for your nation and be available for God. Yes, to walk through you, to reach out to the people in your world, around you and in your nation in the name of Jesus. I pray you not fail in your ministry of priesthood to intercede for the salvation of others in the name of Jesus. I pray you arise as a responsible son and daughter to God who is not praying like adding, like, like packing items of grocery, but praying to understand God's will and doing God's will. In the name of Jesus, I pray that the you are not limited to spiritual truths that brings you unwavering commitment to the Lord and also deliver you from yourself and win you into maturity, someone due for enthronement by God. In the name of Jesus, I pray you align with Christ and have favor with men and with God. In the name of Jesus, I pray you the peace of Christ. In the name of Jesus, thank you for joining me this morning. God bless you.